Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello, Eat More Barbecue family, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode number 141 of Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. Last week on the podcast, we took a virtual trip down to Texas to visit with the third-generation owner of a legendary Central Texas barbecue joint that has been around since the 1940s. This week, we're going from that extreme to the other, talking to newcomer on the barbecue scene in southeastern Saskatchewan. Corey Young is a transplanted Newfoundlander who fell in love with barbecue and started cooking for friends and backyard parties. It wasn't long before Lowbrow Barbecue was born, and it will be exciting to see how they grow their business based out of Weyburn, Saskatchewan. Are you thinking of starting a podcast to help build your personal or business brand but don't know how to get started? Eat More Barbecue Digital Media can help you with consulting, recording, voice work, or full production. Contact us at Eat More Barbecue at gmail.com for more information. It is the second week of the month, which means a product review. Coming up after the interview with Corey, I'll be talking about grill bee skewers I used a while back to grill up some tasty, tasty chicken wings. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Is This For Real? Is This For Real? is a podcast about various facets of black life in Edmonton. In the first season on the show, Breaking the Blue Wall, hosts Umar Salafu and Hanan Muhammad explore anti-black racism in policing and tell stories about policing in schools, accountability in Alberta's policing system, and the impacts of police violence on black Edmontonians. You can listen to the podcast and read more about each episode at isthisforreal.ca. You can also support the work of these podcasts in future seasons on Patreon. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. Last week, we were down south in central Texas with uh, Wayne Mueller from Louis Mueller Barbecue. And this week, we are visiting with Corey Young from Lowbrow Barbecue in Weyburn, Saskatchewan, Canada. Corey, welcome to the show. How are you doing, man? I'm great. How are you, Ryan? Excellent. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, a little bit of intro about, info about yourself. Uh, tell folks who uh, who you are. Well, my name's Corey. I live in Weyburn, Saskatchewan. Um, originally from Newfoundland. Transplanted across Canada like most Newfies. Yep. Landed in Weyburn. Um, yeah. Fell in love with barbecue and started barbecuing down here. Not right. many do it. Not in this neck of the woods. But. Yep. Is this just, uh, we'll get into a little bit more about what you're doing there, but um, not, not a full-time gig for you right now? No, I'm a salesman for a Southern Industrial Local uh, Heavy Equipment Shop. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, so that's my day job. Yeah. Yeah, so I do parts and sales, and I travel around uh, southeast Saskatchewan. Right, oil and gas type yeah. stuff, I would imagine. Oil and gas, mining, um, farm, yeah. ag, yep. highway, pretty much anything I get my little hands into. Yep, and you mentioned you'd spent some time in Alberta before uh, before uh, Weyburn. Yeah, yeah, I did my high school and a uh, bit of trade school in uh, Red Deer. Okay. Um, I lived in Red Deer for, well, up until, uh, what, eight years ago? Okay. 
And then I came out in Saskatoon, Regina, then Weyburn. You move, moving around Chase, a little. You know, yeah, yeah, doing the natural <laughs> trades thing, chasing yeah. the jobs. And, yep, you got to do yeah. it. Got to do it. Yes, uh, so tell me, what does, uh, Corey, what does barbecue mean to you? It's just a good time. Yep. Great food, good friends, just having fun, relaxing. That's what it is to me. Yep, that's uh that's a pretty good answer, I'd say. And uh, I guess, how did you kind of get into barbecue? What, uh, Where did you get the barbecue bug from? Well, a few years ago, um, I started really getting into, like, propane barbecuing. Okay. And then uh, about a year later, I was like, okay, I, got, I started hearing about smoking. Mm-hmm. This was three or four years ago. I'm like, all right, I got to get into this. I got to try it. So I yep. got a little master-built propane smoker. Okay, yep. And, and I, you know, I, I messed up so many briskets hey. and pork buns. <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> I've had fires in that thing and oh my Lord. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. And then I caught, caught with stick burners. Yep. And then I learned everything that I could ingest about them. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know enough. Of course. Yeah. It's always learning. Uh, well, I, I barely know anything, yep. but, um, and then I just, I fell in love like even more and, just the old school way of doing it, mm-hmm. like back in the day way. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Tending the fires and just even like the spices used and, and how you do it. Yeah. Yep. Where were you? Where'd you kind of go to learn about the stick burners and the, the smoking uh, online? YouTube. And YouTube. And Google. Yeah. yeah. YouTube and Google. Yeah, YouTube and Google. Cause uh, nobody down here really uses stick burners. Well, but they're starting to get bigger now. There's yeah. a few guys who do uh, competitions that have them. Yeah, a few guys more close around Regina I know of that are cooking, but uh, uh, maybe not yeah, quite and as then far. Yeah, there's a few guys here. Like I use a Thomas K grill. Okay. Um, Thomas Omen, he's in my deli, builds them. I use one of his. So like you know, you talk with those guys, and yep. then another grill I use is um, an Infinity Metalworks grill. Okay. Um, that's the bigger one. Um, yeah. And talk with them, and then like you bounce ideas back and forth, and mm-hmm. you get a podcast like this one. Um. There's YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. Like, YouTube videos galore. No, yeah, no shortage for sure. Yeah, none at all. Yeah. Now, you got, there's a good group kind of in that, uh, you got Rob uh, Reinhardt in Regina or Pilot Butte, uh, Shane, uh, in, he's in Lumsden. Uh, so there's a few, yeah, a few guys out that way. But uh, Yeah, I've reached out to both those guys. Yeah. They've been great helps. Great, great guys, good resources for you. So. Yeah, and there's also a Dustin Schmidt uh, for Schmitty's Meats. Okay. Regina as well. He's okay. really good. Yeah, awesome, man. So yeah. uh, so talk about lowbrow barbecue. What uh, what are you doing with that there? Well, I used to have backyard barbecues for friends. Mm-hmm. And I just buy all the meat, put it all together, and throw it. Mm-hmm. And everybody would come and eat it, and they enjoyed it. So I was like, well, okay, it's getting kind of, well, expensive. It's expensive, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it does, right? Yeah. So I put a price tag on it once, and yeah. people paid. Hey. So I was like, all right. So then you're like, we bought the name and we did everything. And then COVID hit. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, all right, well, I really fell in love with the idea of the Saturday barbecue. Mm-hmm. Just the Saturday barbecue. Nothing during the week. Yep. Just that one day a week, you go get the good food mm-hmm. and you left wanting it for the rest of the week. Yep. And we don't have that down here. No, you got Not to. in Weyburn anyway. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's perfect. Yep. Started up and. We just started doing like um, little catering jobs. Okay. Yeah. Here and there. 
And then now we've done a couple monthly ones. Mm-hmm. And by hopefully by summertime, we'll be able to do a weekly one. All right. Yeah. Doing like kind of a pop-up or what's the... Oh, so uh, like, we put a menu up online yeah. on Facebook and yeah. online. And you pre-order. Right. Um, we found a commercial kitchen that we can rent oh, perfect. On, a, on a daily basis for yeah. now. Oh, nice. Until we get a, our trailer set up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so people pre-order. And generally, it's just your, your basic barbecue menu. Yeah. Your brisket, chicken, sausage, beans, mac and cheese, that kind of stuff. Right. And then, yeah, just I get to cook and enjoy it and have the peace and quiet of cooking. and Yep. <laughs> and then the satisfaction of watching people eat it and come back for more. That's right. Like that's, I think that, that brings a lot of joy to a guy's life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So when yeah. you, when the, with the pre-orders are, are you serving hot meals that people are eating there or is it more ready to go? It's, take a, home? it's a heat and eat. They have to pick up and okay. go. So it's not just uh, with COVID. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, it's hard. We did do, um, we had a pop-up restaurant at another round here in town. Okay. Um, and I think we, in three hours, we served 146 meals. Nice. And we had to turn away over a hundred people. Wow. Oh, excellent. So obviously, uh, the word is getting out that uh, you got something good going there, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at Esteban next to do one down there. Yep. So this should be pretty fun. Yeah. Getting some pop-ups going and, uh, yeah. So yeah, getting... they're not a thing here. <laughs> not so much. No, a few, a few around, but yeah, it's definitely not, uh, you like know, trying you're... to talk to the restaurant owners on how they work and, and all that. It's, yeah, it's a little difficult, but yeah, it works. Yep. Like uh, yeah. like anything else that happens south of the border, it'll uh, slowly make its way up here, and it'll be, kind of become the norm for us, right? So, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Uh, so, get into the menu a little bit. Uh, you mentioned just kind of the basic stuff. Uh, your brisket. Yeah. What uh, I guess if you had a, a style of barbecue that you're cooking, uh, what would that be? Texas. Texas style. Texas style. Yeah. I just use salt, and pepper. Nice. Um, two parts pepper, one part salt, coarse yep. grind. Yep. And slather it. And yeah, I, 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 I tried the injections. I've tried the, the, the really big elaborate rubs and mm. I just find salt and pepper's the best yeah. for like for my taste yep. personally. Yeah. So that's what we do with that. Um, and then with like the pork and stuff, it's like the Carolinas, um, or on that side, like the South Carolina area. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, and same with the mac and cheese and the beans. I have like, I'm infatuated with South Carolina cooking. Okay. I, like that Cajun Creole I cook in is, I love it. Yep. So I bring that into the barbecue as well. Nice. Um, we're going to try and bring Newfie into it here soon. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of hard to have salt meat put yeah. in the <laughs> in the barbecue. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, canned moose or what's that going to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So once I figure out how to, how, to, how to smoke salt meat, I will. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and fish, right? <laughs> oh yeah, smoke yeah. cod would be good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I see you're doing uh, some whole hog. I noticed uh, some whole hog pictures. Yeah, I've done. I did one for a buddy's wedding in the summer. Nice. Uh, we did a rotisserie on a rotisserie spit. Okay. Which it was that was it turned out phenomenal. Yeah, like, it was amazing. So I tried one of the smoker to see which way I would put it. If I put a skin down, skin up. Mm-hmm. I'm like just you know. Get ready for the summer so yep. I can offer it. Try it out, yeah. Try it out, yeah. And like, I didn't put no seasoning, nothing on until the end. Yep. Kind of did it like, um, kind of like how Ronnie Scott does his hogs. Yep. yep. Yeah, like, oh, that's where I learned how to cook a hog. Right. I was watching him. Yep. Yeah, if you guys, him, Sam Jones, a few guys down there that you can uh, 
definitely learn from, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I noticed that pork takes flavor more at the end of the cook than the beginning anyway. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Got the seasoning in at the end there. And... Yeah. Seasoning, finishing sauce, and yep. all are good. Awesome. Yep. Excellent. And uh, doing, I see some charity type stuff, helping out local, uh, some local charities, it looks like. So talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like that's that's part of what barbecue is to me, right? Yeah, like just that community feeling. So any chance we got, we we help out, we donate, or we'll have giveaways or anything like that. We'll do a fundraiser, like we did a, a barbecue fundraiser for uh, a lady that lives here. Her brother had a child that needed a heart surgery right away. Oh wow, yep. So we donated a, a backyard barbecue, and some random guy in Regina won it, and he donated it back to the community. Nice. To another family that could never afford it. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah, it's nice seeing that pay it forward kind of thing, right? Yeah, that kind of, like you say, that's what it is all about, right? The the community and helping everybody out, so. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, I'd love to see more of uh, more of that sort of thing with barbecue up here. I don't know if you're familiar with, down in the States, Operation Barbecue Relief. Yes. And they, you know, they, they, they seem to have a lot more natural disasters down south than we do here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we just uh, got a lot of cold and wind. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you uh, had some posts there about uh, cooking in the minus 40, minus 50. So, yeah, that was for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had 146 meals to make that day. Wow. And they don't care if the weather's going or not. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was a struggle to keep the smoker going that night. Yep. Yeah. So right now it's uh, sorry, and you may have touched on it. Is it a weekly thing you're doing or monthly? With uh, uh, put, right now it's monthly. Putting out a menu once a month. Once a month we do a menu. We pick a Saturday. Yep. And then um, all the details get emailed to the customers. Mm-hmm. So that way people just don't show up. Sure. Yeah. Because um, I'm not set up for that quite yet. Yep. So the way it's, the way I want to get to it is. I just cook and then you just show up and you get what you get. Right. And when the food's gone, it's gone. Yep. But yeah, but until I get there, yeah, we do menus. Yep. And then you mentioned, uh, you mentioned a truck. That's something you've got coming, uh, uh, coming as, as yeah. a plan going forward here. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. We're getting a food trailer going. Yep. Um, hopefully going to start building it here in the next month or so. Okay. So, if possible, we're going to get it going this summer. If not, it'll be the beginning of next season. Yep. Yeah. What's the What's the thought there? Have you got a spot where you can set up on a weekend and get people out to eat, or what's What do you think? I got I got a few places that I can go set up on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, and do the and do the Saturday barbecue thing. Yep. Um, like and then also like dragging it to a wedding, dragging yeah. it to Joe Blow's backyard, so we can do a big bash there. Yeah, or, absolutely. Yeah, do some or, catering and special events, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it'd be awesome if you could have kind of a, hey, we're going to be here every Saturday. Come uh, come, uh, come, get it until, we're, until it's gone, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the plan. Create that, uh, create that, that, create the event, I guess, right? Yeah. Create the event. Yeah. Create the demand. Yeah. And just, and hopefully have it so we can set up picnic tables and stuff so we can exactly. have people there. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you're familiar with Snow's uh, Barbecue down in Lexington, Texas, and, uh, same yeah. idea, right? Once a week, and it's uh, it is an event. I've uh, I was lucky enough to go to be down there about four years ago, and it's uh, oh, are you? It's a uh, yeah, it's 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 a thing, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's where I got the. I learned about snows a couple of years ago, I guess, from yeah. Texas Monthly. Yeah, 
And um, that's that's where I, that Saturday barbecue thing just rang with me from that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like hearing how Tootsie, Miss Tootsie had the barbecue when she was a kid mm-hmm. and growing up. And then also like back home in Newfoundland, we have Sunday meals. Right. Right. We have Jigs dinner once a week. Yep. It's just that's that's what you wait for it. You get it. You eat it. You go to for a nap after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it plays off of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, got was lucky enough to meet Tootsie and got my picture with her. And uh, when I was in line, you mentioned t- Texas Monthly. Daniel Vaughn from Texas Monthly was in line right in front of me, so got to chat with him a little bit. And uh, just well, that's a, it was an amazing experience, right? It just uh, you look around and all the uh, all these people that y- you know from Texas Barbecue, uh, they go there on Saturday mornings, right? It's uh, it's really qu- pretty cool. So <laughs> yeah, they'll drive all over just to get there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, t- talking back into the menu, uh, some of the pictures I was looking at, uh, some pretty amazing looking cheesecakes there. Oh yes, those. <laughs> what's uh, what's what's the story they're, with those, man? They're they're a happy accident. Oh yeah, I'll say. <laughs> um, I think it was over Christmas break. Yeah. Um, we smoked nuts and bolts. Okay, yeah. Those turned out pretty good. We yep. Thinking, thinking, my wife was on Pinterest or the internet or something. Mm-hmm. And she saw smoked cheesecake. Yeah. So straight. I'm like, all right, well, the ugly drum gets hot enough to bake it. Mm-hmm. Throw it in. Let's see what happens. Yep. And it was delicious. No kidding. Yeah. Well, they look amazing. <laughs> like it was sweet, but then the bitter smoke. Yep. It balanced so well. It nice. was really good. Yep. Wicked. Yeah, so then are. we started offering them because we're able to offer those mm-hmm. publicly. Yep. So we started offering them out. People kept buying them and buying them. So and then my wife took it over. It's all her pick, yep. maybe now. Yep. Yeah. She, all I got to do is turn the echo drum, like fire the echo drum up. That's it. Let her go. Yeah. And she does the rest. But yeah, they're, they're made. And some turn out really well. Yeah. Some don't. Yeah. We, I made, we did salted caramel. And I think we tried three different recipes to get one that actually set properly. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, a lot of trial and error. But, and we did, um, we did a blueberry cobbler muffin, muffin in them. Mm, nice. And that turned out really well too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. you get uh, some de- some desserts, right? That you can get that little bit of smoke in there, and it just adds to it. So. It does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my, uh, I think it was probably my first trip down to Texas. I, uh, I hit hit up Killen's Barbecue on my last day there, just before going to the airport, and brought brought home a pecan pie. How was that? Uh, it was good, and just the. I don't know if it's actually smoked or if it's just from being in there, but the crust kind of took on a bit of smoke and it was just a nice, yeah. uh, yeah. With the, with the sweet, uh, the sweetness from the, the filling and you get the smoke in there. It worked great, man. So. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Hey, I want to try donuts in there and all okay. sorts of things, but <laughs> have at it. Eh? Yeah. So you mentioned those smokers, uh, they look like a pretty cup, a couple of nice big units. What, uh, Talk about those a little bit. Oh, yeah. So the Thomas K. Grill, he's a buddy of mine. Yep. He built this one. It's a hundred. It's only a hundred and fifty gallon tank, I think. Okay. Um, so I started with that one to borrow until I figured out what I wanted to build for mine. Right. And I grew out of that within three events. Right. Um, but I kept using it and I fired up my my other couple that I have. I have four, I have an ugly drum, two offsets, a vertical, and then and then his. So yeah. I used that for a while. It's it's a reverse flow. Okay. And it's got a warming cabinet just above the fireblocks there. And right. Yep. That thing cooks really well. Yeah. It, it, 
Yeah, it hums at 250 like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good. And then I went to a bigger one. Um, it's a seven and a half foot section of a thousand gallon tank. Okay. And it's um, that's reverse flow as well. You're right. But that's that's I started using that one now until because I ordered a thousand gallon pit. That's on so, the way. Yeah, we just started building it. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Infinity Metalworks is building it here in town. Okay. Yeah. So, so are these. Uh, you, you you mentioned it, these guys in town locally. Is this something new for them, or have they been making smokers for other people? Uh, what's uh, um, Thomas you... Thomas Omens? He's been doing it for other people for a while. Yep. Um, but he his smokers are really high end, right? But they are gorgeous yeah. and immaculate. Yep. And then uh, Marlo Killian and Infinity. He built his. He built a couple of others, but okay. So he dabbles in it. Yep. It's yep. not like his full time thing. Sure. Well, this thousand gallon pit, it's kind of the first that he's ever done. Right. And it's the first that I've ever seen in person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where one is. Well, yeah. I know one's in Brandon. Okay. Um, I don't know where another thousand gallon pit is in Canada. Okay. I know there's going to be some. I'm sure there's someone, somebody's got one kicking around, but yeah. Where? I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, that one's going to be just a offset. Not not reverse flow on that one? No. no. Could you imagine the baffle plate in that <laughs> thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Heavy May's down in uh, he's down. Where is he around Lubbock, Texas? I think he does reverse flow thousand gallon. But does he? Yeah, I think so. I I, I know his pits that he makes are are reverse flow, and I'm pretty sure. I'd, yeah, not sure if 100 percent if he's doing thousand gallons or not. But that's a big that's yeah. a big reverse flow, man. Yeah, yeah. It would be. Like I I don't even know how I'm going to run the pit just as an offset. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, you'll figure, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah, if you if you get if you've got the uh, the fire management down, it's just a just a matter of dialing it in, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, so, any kind of uh, besides the truck coming up, any other future plans for the business? Not quite yet. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, I think we're just going to stay steady with what we're doing right now. Yeah. It's. It's got a good little bit of traction. Yep. It's not overwhelming. Yeah. yeah um, it's man, manageable. Man. Yeah. Right. So and I don't we don't know how big we want it to go. Yeah. Like see what happens, eh? Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Yep. Like um Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yes. Right now it's kind of, it still baffles me that I'm able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you like you said, right, started out just cooking in the backyard for friends and uh one yeah. thing, one thing leads to another, right? Yeah. So, so uh, the the team, it's yourself, your wife Nikki. Yeah, my wife Nikki, and then my daughter Madison. Yep. Um, my other daughter Michaela. Yep. Um, that's the core of us, and yep. then we have a friend. Um, we have a couple friends that help Tyler Duffy and Amy Dixon. They help when we have the big cooks. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Right? That's good. it. Hey, good to have a team uh, behind you, right? Uh, so. Yeah, it's it is really good. Yeah. Awesome. Like my wife is my wife is a gem. Yeah. She'll watch the fire so I can go have a two hour nap at night. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You need those naps, man. Yeah, you yeah. do. It, yeah. it gets long days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh okay, before we wrap up, Corey, where can folks uh find information about what you're doing? What's uh, where should people be going? Well, we got our website, lowbrowbarbecue.com. All right. Instagram's at lowbrowbarbecue. And then our Facebook is Lowbrow Barbecue. That's BBQ, right? 
Yeah, BBQ. Correct. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So, like, we Instagram and Facebook, we put all our events up. And when there's a menu, for right now, it goes on the web page while it's under development. Right. And then once the web page is done, it'll have booking services and menus and all sorts of jazz on it. But yep. Yeah. If people are looking to get in touch with you to, to, to book an event or a catering, what's the best way? Email or? There's email, which is um, lowbrowbbq at gmail.com. All right. Um, through Facebook or Instagram. I, it goes right to my phone. Yep. Or uh, myself. Well, well, we'll leave your cell off of this. but uh. Yeah, we'll leave it <laughs> off the air. <laughs> Don't need that, right? Yeah, you bet. All right, on Corey. Well, the last uh, the last question I like to ask everybody: uh, it, it's dinner time. Uh, you maybe got the drum uh, the drum fired up. What's the go to for you? What's uh, what are you throwing on for dinner? Well, ugly drum chicken is amazing. Yeah, I think that there's no other way to cook chicken than on the ugly drum. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So that that would be the go to on a pinch. Yep, right on, man. Yeah. Well, Corey, uh, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your Sunday to do this. And uh, oh no, I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you so much. Great, uh, great to see uh, what you guys are doing down there. And uh, whenever this whole COVID garbage is done with, uh, my in-laws are in Regina, so uh, might not be too far to make a little uh, little road oh, trip. Oh, come, come on down. down. I'll you. make sure to feed you good. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks, Corey. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Take Ryan. care. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Make sure you give Corey and the Lowbrow Barbecue team a follow on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're in southeastern Saskatchewan, keep your eyes open for their monthly menus and other events. This month's product review segment is brought to you by ATB Financial. If you're wondering about how to manage your finances, rebuild emergency savings, or continue to save for your child's education, ATB can help. ATB was built to answer Alberta's financial questions in tough times. ATB was built to help Albertans. For answers to your questions and to learn more, visit atb.com. Late last year, the folks at Grill B were good enough to send me a set of their cooking skewers to try out. When they initially reached out to me, I was expecting a set of just kind of small uh, little skewers you might find for doing like souvlaki and that kind of thing. So I was quite surprised when the package arrived and I pulled out a set of six skewers that could be described as small swords. The skewers have a wooden handle and the blade portion is about 18 inches long. And it's a flat, broad blade, so your food won't spin around on you when you're flipping it on the grill or over a fire. Nice touch there. The 18-inch length gives you plenty of space for food. I was trying out wings with a few different seasonings and sauces for some other product reviews at the time, and had four or five wings per skewer with lots and lots of room left over. And the only drawback I found is something that totally has to do with my cooker, and not necessarily the skewers themselves. I was cooking on my Weber kettle, and the length of the skewers just didn't match up really well with the size of the kettle. The solution I found for that cook was to take a couple of small rectangular sidewalk blocks I had laying around and put them on the kettle grate at the front and back, and then rested the skewers on the bricks. It worked fine, and it gave me the added benefit of getting the skewers up away from the coals a little bit more. What it didn't let me do, though, was to put the lid on the kettle if I'd wanted to. I had afterwards with giving it some thought, I came up with a design for an insert that might uh, solve that problem. And Mike from Spitfire Grilling down in Lethbridge is taking a look to see what it might cost to make this thing. So keep an eye and stay tuned if that happens on the Instagram. All in all, I'm quite happy with the grill bee skewers and I'm really looking forward to cooking and uh, playing with them some more. Can't wait to try out some picanha and maybe some other Brazilian barbecue types of meats. 
Cleanup was a breeze as well, even with the wings, uh, some of the wings that got a little overdone. Uh, give them a check at uh, grillbee.com. That's grill B B E grillbee.com for the skewers and their other products. And give them a follow on Instagram at grill.b. Thanks again to Corey Young from Lowbrow Barbecue for coming on the show this week and to Grill B for providing the skewers for this month's Eat More Barbecue product review. The COVID lockdown restrictions continue to slowly be eased up here in Alberta, and most restaurants are now offering some level of limited seating for dine-in. Keep your eyes open to see what your local barbecue joints are doing, and wherever you are, here in Alberta or elsewhere, get out there and support them in whatever way you're comfortable and able. And whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, stay safe and wear your masks. The Eat More Barbecue Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This week's network shout-out goes to a show on the network that I haven't mentioned previously, and it is one for the soccer fans out there, Loyal Company of the River Valley. This is a podcast about FC Edmonton and other Canadian Premier League, Premier League news hosted by Adam Huber and Nate Terleski. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Loyal Company of the River Valley and all the other great shows on the network. That's a wrap, everybody. See y'all next week. Hey, friends, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>